All right, we're back. It's week two of the Chump Pod. Pretty eventful week one. Um, absolutely uh, atrocious week one for myself, but we'll talk about that later. But it's Chump Pod week two. We are back. We got a pretty loaded um, pod room today. Uh, we got Dan. We got Steve. We got DJ, Bach, and Hardy. And the host, the Poop Champ. And yes, oh yeah. Okay, whatever. You know what? Here's the thing. I'm gonna address that right fucking now. There's no way I'm the poop champ because Cayman put up 54. Cayman's team. You you said it a zillion times this year. His team doesn't count. It's a bunch of high schoolers. His team doesn't doesn't count. You are the poop champ this year. This week. How many times you are the poop champ? out by It's okay. Years ago, bro. Just let it out. Let it out. It's okay. You've been through a lot this week. I get it. How the fuck did you gonna... put up 65 fucking points? I just I I'm not know. even gonna I'm not even gonna lie. I feel like we bullied the shit out of Joe after that. Yeah, it was I so bad. he should be. <laughs> it was because he talked so much I, shit. Checked in 133. He, he puts all of his power rankings, he's number one, stack attack, all this garbage. Him and his Reddit buddies just trying to construct a team that puts up 65 points in the first week. Okay, but what did you do? You lost too. We have the same record. So what are you saying? Wait, fellas, could we imagine? If this happened, we I played we played each other this week. I beat him after he puts up 65 points. Aaron Rodgers blows out his Achilles. I think he legitimately would have drove off a bridge. Legitimately. Well, yeah. I think he would have had it would have been so bad. It would have been so bad you would have had to leave leave the chat. Like legitimately that bad. I would have ruined you. Nah, but like you're talking the most shit. And what's funny about it is you only put up 88, which was like that's fine. That's fine. I don't talk fine. My team sucks. I don't talk nearly I don't talk nearly as much shit as this motherfucker does. And all he talks about stack attack. They're gonna win me weeks themselves. They're gonna put up 80 points themselves. Those four players couldn't even get you 70. They got him 30. I did the math. I mean (laughs) this is the same math guy, DJ. But but to be fair, but to be fair to Joe, like or not to be fair, Joe, but you live and die by that. You live and you live and die by that. If, if your stacks do well, you score great. If they don't, you score like shit. So, do you want you want well, if they put up eighty? Story? It would have been a great week. He still would have put up only ninety. Yeah, whatever. You, you want to know the funny story though? I supposedly Joe Burrow completely cut off his family after signing that contract. So it wasn't just karma for me; it was karma for him too. And then obviously he's been hanging out with Aaron Rodgers. That's what happened. Yeah, but all right, let's get right into it. So we got a pretty fat agenda on tap. We're going to talk about. The week one recap and reactions, which we kind of already started. Some studs and dud performances. NFL week one recap, just to talk about some of the games. Uh, Jets, Giants week one reactions, because uh, it was honestly a pretty big roller coaster for our New York sports teams. And then we'll just wrap it up with some week two matchup preview. So week one recap. Well, we already talked about it uh, already, um, but I took probably a fat, the, one of the fattest L's of the year so far. I put up 65 points, lost to Emmerich. Um, so there's that. Let's go to Dan in a high scoring matchup with Hardy, knocking off Hardy 146 to 139. Came down to the Jets game with Garrett Wilson. Garrett couldn't get it done. Um, but Dan, what are you thinking about that one? How how you react to your dub? Defense. Wins I was very excited. I was very excited. Yes, defense does win. Actually, no, defense wins games. I'm a confirmed believer offense wins because if you can't <laughs> score enough, you're gonna lose. But That's I think if Rodgers I I think Roger, if Rodgers is healthy, I lose because he was Garrett Wilson was one on one all night, and just Zach Wilson just did not want to throw to him. Yeah, that's why you put the hex on him. See so this, and he fucking just died. That catch. I'm like the, you, you single handedly ended ended Aaron Rodgers' career. That catch. Hey, listen, and, and I traded him to Landy too, for a first rounder. 
I traded Rodgers to Landy for a first rounder and won my first week in chump. I mean, it doesn't get better than that, fellas. Jesus Christ. I'd like to add, like, Dan really is the curse. Like, dude's the kiss of death. Last year with Brees, he was going up against Brees, says, oh, I hope he tears his ACL. What happens a couple plays later? Literally not. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, DeMar uh, Hamlin was, was not my fault. In, in the chat. Yes, it was. He's saying, oh, yeah, because he didn't I, say nothing I about it. Steve and Duke both lose. What happens? Hannah and his guys, they don't, neither of them wins. Uh, and now this I week, he says, that. going into Monday night, he's like, oh, yeah, uh, I uh, I don't remember what he said. He said, I, I need Garrett, Garrett Wilson to pull a hammy. Pull a hammy. Yeah. Garrett what happens? Hammy. What happens? So that would be Aaron way Robert. too obvious, right? He knows we're already on to him. He knows not to hurt Wilson. What does he do? Rogers fourth play of the game, boom! There goes your Achilles. Yeah, I mean we have, we have schedule gate, we have injury gate. I don't know what the next gate's gonna come out for Dan's side, but God, this guy's a problem. Jeez, he is a problem. Guy is a problem. I was uh, questioning my existence in the stands as that happened. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a rough. Duke was actually going to that game. He had to watch Zach Wilson for four quarters. That's just I watch him win. I watch him win. Uh, but Hardy, what what do you think about the kingdom uh, putting up one thirty nine, making it close at the end? I don't know. I have to add on to that point that Jersey sent his second to none. What's that, Steve? What kind of jersey are you wearing? I see a two and an eight. Two and a six, baby. Vintage Clinton Portis. What the? I was trying to figure out the Broncos. Who the fuck has Why couldn't you get a Clinton Portis Redskins? Why'd you have to get the Broncos? What is that? Yeah, I I like the orange and blue. Not bad. All right. uh, Moving on. and a total ass kicking, Vok destroyed Steve one fifty two to eighty eight. We'll start with Vok. How does it feel to kick off the new year on a, on a victory? Uh I am the captain now. There's, <laughs> wow, there's a new captain. He is I high mean, scorer this. I'm week, here. Bijan Mustard since have arrived. That's all I gotta say. Steve, you any comment? Um, bad week. Glad uh, glad it didn't come down to a couple points because I would have. Killed myself over Drake London. He will be on my bench for the foreseeable future. He fucking blows. Fuck Atlanta. They're horrible. I agree. Um, they're just so frustrating to watch. Um, I feel like this happened last year, though. I got I didn't start the year off hot. Just a complete dud week one, and kind of turned around from there. I got a. I like my matchup this week against Landy and uh, with no Aaron Rodgers or Deontay Johnson. So that'll be fun. I got oh, yeah, because Landy's real Zach powerhouse. With <laughs> yeah, those I guys. Know, I, got, I got the under on Zach Wilson for 10 points this week. Jesus. Oh, my God. All right, well, let's go to Duke and Landy. Duke responded to the pregame leading up to it saying, next question, a.k.a. I'm just going to kick the shit out of him. And he did beat him 133 to 69. Uh, Aaron, any comments on that? Uh, not much. Yeah, I will say he made a good start with Algier last minute. He was what, like the third highest scoring running back of the week. Um, my team hit my team, I think, literally hit its projected mark. I think I was projected like 134 or something like that, 133, and it hit just that. Still missing a key piece. It's, it's not gonna be a perfect season, but it's a long one. All right. Uh, so in a total absolute shitter matchup uh between Sean and Noah. Sean beat Noah 94 to 54. And I need some confirmation. Is 54 the lowest point scored ever in a week? It's impressive. 
<laughs> I think it's got to be up there. I don't know if anyone got in the four. Yeah, but Noah's team's absolutely horrible. And Joe's he only outscored Joe by what nine points? I will say his rookies did look good week one. Zay Flowers did cook, and and Laporta. Laporta looked really decent. good too. Um, yeah, that that yeah. that was just a total shitter of a match. I don't think we really need to talk about that. But finally, we got Brian against DJ. This was the Pacanico Cup matchup. A lot of hype around it. Um, really a back and forth the whole Sunday and going into Monday where, you know, DJ would take the lead, Brian would take the lead and then they would be tied. And then someone would. So let, let's Brian ended up winning at 136 to 119. DJ, what's your reaction to this match? It was pretty high scoring um, up until the end. Yeah. I mean, it was just really two guys. It was Gibson with the point nine and uh, got, uh, Gino getting got me nine. That's what, if they put up what they were uh, projected, it would have been closer. And I mean, fuck Christian McCaffrey. The dude just gets points everywhere. Total machine. Absolutely. I'm surprised, I'm surprised the, Seah- uh, the Seahawks lost. Yeah, that was they crazy. Like 12 plays in the second half. They got blown yeah, out. Yeah, that was wild. I saw that stat. That's crazy. Gino threw 12 like 12 plays passes. in the second half. That's bananas. How is he? I don't even know how that's possible. Did the Rams just run it the entire second half? I didn't watch, but uh, it was the uh, Seattle like couldn't because you got Geno yelling "Ah, fuck!" when Aaron Donald's coming for him. Yeah, that was funny. All right, well, let's move on to some studs. Wait, there's one we didn't. We there's one we didn't talk about was your matchup. All right, I mean, I think we right? that. you want my honest reaction? <laughs> I'll give my. Honest I don't think we talked about that one. All right, so how do I want an honest reaction? Did you get in your car to jump off the bridge by three o'clock or six (laughs) o'clock? My here's my honest reaction to that. Right, put up sixty five was projected one thirty three. So what does that say to me? That's just football. They all had bad weeks. Some game scripts were absolutely atrocious for certain players. There really wasn't a potential to score points. Whatever. I'm moving on to week two. I got a good match. Basically, just blame me on Reddit, huh? I'm not blaming it on Reddit. I I think my team's good. I have confidence in my team. Like. Your your team fucking put up a shitter too, and you're confident in your team. So better than yours, I would have smoked you this week, and it would have been embarrassing. All right, so we're going with the studs and duds. I got one stud, one dud. Um, both owned by guys in this in this uh, pod right now. Let's start with the stud, probably the biggest stud of the week. Um, he's a he's a madman running wild out of Miami. Tyreek Hill put up 44 points, literally a walking 40 bomb. Whenever he plays. I mean, we shit on Tua a lot. I've always been a Tua believer, but the dude can sling it when he's got Tua, when he's got um, Tyreek and Waddle. So, Hardy, talk to me about Tyreek and how he really made your matchup super close single-handedly. Yeah, I mean, the guy's like a video game. He's out there, and when he gets the ball, it doesn't matter who's throwing it to him. If you could put it in his range, he's good for like 20 after the play. So having him is just an absolute weapon, and – uh Dan really has the curse, man, because Garrett Wilson going up against the Bills, it really took Aaron Rodgers tearing his fucking ACL for Dan to pull out on top. And I'm confident that if that didn't happen, uh, the kingdom would have pulled through. But I got to give props to Dan just again for the defense. Um, Watching Tyreek play week in and week out, he's uh, he's, he's a madman out there. Uh, I don't even know who his speed is really comparable to. But you know who's got freaky cheetah. You know who's got freaky Dan- Brees Hall. Dan's base Dan's basically like a sniper on top of the stadiums. Like you need he needs a guy to go down. Just, he's yeah. not from the 
Like, no, but oh, I, yeah, I don't have a fucking stuff. life. I just go to stadiums all the time and snipe people. Idiots. I don't know. There's this perception of Brees Hall in the chat where uh, he only runs through holes bigger than um, bro. No track. one said he's bad. Everyone says he's great, but you lose no, your mind every, when he runs straight through a hole. Oh, he didn't. Dude, he didn't dude, his hole, that hole on his 83 yard touchdown, uh, that 83 dude, yard run was huge. You can oh, put a fucking I'll be the first to say it's a great run. I'll be the first to say he's unbelievable. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying no one's saying he's bad, bro. No one's saying he's only as good as their line. No like, one's saying he's bad. He's unbelievable. But when he runs straight wait, through a hole, again? He, again? he didn't do anything. He's he ran straight. Again. Wait, repeat that sentence. He is what? He's unbelievable. He's a great okay, running back. All right, we're moving on. So here we go. Um, <laughs> again, I I am America's honesty broker. I, I, I say that. real takes. As, as a former Brees, real takes. He's a lot of slander. But anyway. I don't just comment that, that goes off my agenda like you. Everybody on your fantasy team is a top 10 player in the league. Well, Jamar Chase is a top 10 player in the league. So is Joe Burrow. But anyway, we're going to go to some duds. Yeah, got, they got about, you so many points this we week. We already huh? talked about Drake London. Drake London put up uh, how many, Steve? Dog shit, zero. Oh, hey, how about we'll um, I'll mention. I will mention some other complete duds. I mean, I'll start with me, Joe Burrow. Dude, I, how are you going to get the, the biggest contract in NFL history for quarterback and just not even throw for over 100 yards against the freaking Browns, who you talk shit to all the time. I don't know. And they're one and four career against them. One yeah, and five now. Career. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a total embarrassment on his like part. You, Honestly, if you would talk shit, Mahomes, you'd be four and one. Mahomes should be the highest paid quarterback. He's the best quarterback. <laughs> Next question. but um, Well, in terms of dollars, Mahomes is the highest paid. He's getting paid $500 million. And just in terms of yearly, he's not. Right, right. And I think the cut a line. That's going to change soon. It's going to change. Yeah. The market's completely going to change for sure. Dan, what is that? 500 million over 10 years? Do that math for us. Three, two, 50 one. million a year. Attaboy. He probably makes, he probably makes way more now on his endorsements anyways. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, that's just fun money. But um, is that I'm going to throw, throw one more dud out there. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to attack DJ on this one. Uh, a <laughs> former second round pick, Antonio Gibson put up. 0.9 points and was basically sent to the shadow realm after a costly fumble. DJ, what's talk to me about the roller coaster it's been having Antonio Gibson on your team now for three years. Oh man. Uh yeah, it hasn't been fun most of the time. He's spent a lot of time on the bench and that's where he's going. Uh for for uh the foreseeable future, he will be on the bench. Uh I was just – I should have started Pickens over him, but I was worried about the uh, San Fran defense. And, I mean, it's not – Pickens got like nine, so it wouldn't have changed my game. All right. But with Derrick Henry with Derrick Henry on the team now, yeah, Gibson yeah. is not seeing the field for a while. He's gone. All right, so moving on to week one recap of the NFL um, opening week. We're not going to talk about Jets-Giants just yet. We'll just do general – I don't know, conversation or discussion regarding NFL week one. And I'll start. Yo, the Steelers offense is horrible. Yeah, it's not good. Which is weird because they have a top five running back in the NFL. Kenny, yeah. (laughs) So bizarre. No, because you know so what? Bizarre. Now he yeah, they got Jalen Warren pretty well. But wait, now he's going to blame the offensive line because no, his running back blame, sucks. I'm not even gonna That's a crazy line. take. I'm not even going to blame the offensive line, right? He ran pretty well for the – he got six carries for 31 yards, averaged 5.2 a, a carry, right? The script was horrible, right? They didn't even run the ball, 
And Kenny Pickett, when they were forced to throw the ball, couldn't even <laughs> throw the ball. You know, they had Deontay Johnson was hurt. But overall, that team is just terrible. I think Kenny Pickett's a total bust of a quarterback. They got to get someone else in there. But that's just my take from week one. I think you're a bust. How am I a bust? Week one. It's one Wait, do um, we think that do right, we think that Brock Pur- that Brock Purdy fumble was an actual fumble that TJ Watt caused? No, that was that was a uh, he recovered that. Oh, no, when he recovered Purdy, it with his Purdy ass. Purdy recovered yeah. it. Yeah, when he covered it with his butt. Yeah, he recovered. Yeah, he had two hands on it. I guess. For sure. I don't know how that they give that to him when TJ Watt's literally right there hugging the ball as well. Well, because TJ Watt was like fisting him trying to get it. Was it not in his hands? Well, I, thought, I thought he was also DJ, hugging. children listen to this. Children listen to this. That is, that is Three people crazy. listen to this and one of them is Dan's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's, the, who's the guy that went nuts for the Rams? Puka? Puka Nuka? Puka Nakua? Puka, Puka Nakua. Yeah, that's my guy. I traded, I traded a third rounder to Vok to get Puka Nakua. That's Puka my Nakua. guy. And he came Puka out Nuka. literally nowhere. That receiving room for week one was like Van Jefferson. Yeah, I call him Puka Nuka. That's my guy. It's so weird because now he's Fourth like round pick. incredibly hyped up on like everywhere on Twitter on KTC. Who like, knows when Cooper Cup's going to come back? Week five, at least until week five. I mean, we won't probably and when he does, come, when, he, when he does come back, Stafford's going to get real confused about which one's which. Whoa, whoa, DJ, we're not trying to get canceled here, bro. <laughs> Again, <laughs> let's relax. <laughs> Dude, he still hasn't turned his lights on. It's been two years, DJ. Come on, let's go, man. You gotta put a face to his name. I gotta win the league to pay the bill, and I haven't done that yet. Oh shit! I guess I'm not gonna have lights for a while. Anyway, some all right. on me. Um, all right. I think I think we're gonna move on now to Jets Giants. Um, so let's start with the shitter of the week, which was the Giants. Um, we got some Giants fans in here, so I guess you guys can elaborate. But uh, I don't want to talk about it. You guys got shit on. There's really nothing really to talk. You guys got your shit fucking rocked. Let me give the context. 40 to nothing on Sunday night football in primetime. The Cowboys completely eviscerated the Giants. Yeah, what did Dak do exactly? Nothing. New fucking shit. Damn. It's all their defense. Yeah, he barely got the ball because the defense would get turnovers every time. Right. Take it to the house. Keep going. There's not much to talk about. This game just sucked. There's it. literally nothing to talk about. They suck. They, their They're offensive horrible. line, fucking trash. Their defense, Daniel fucking Jones is trash. Right for his life. Daniel so Jones, I felt bad for him. The money? Well, if, if you can't you block can't... for him, no quarterbacks. For is Burrow worth the money? They can't block for him either. He did... Mad, yeah. If Aaron Rodgers didn't get hurt this week, he'd definitely be dead next week. Oh, well, all right. Well, then we'll get into that, right? All right, so Jets come from behind victory over the Bills on Monday Night Football. Obviously, there was a lot of hype for this game. It was the 9-11 game. Aaron Rodgers coming out of the tunnel with the flag. I mean, I think everyone in the stadium had a boner <laughs> that was, you know, bigger than the yeah, sick. Anyway, right? I think it, I read it was not – it was only like – I have a question. Two, three, two, actually, no, it was like four minutes into the game, and he blew out his Achilles. Apparently, this was the most watched Monday Night Football on ESPN ever. Ever, yeah. Yeah, because ESPN is a shit program. You're I a have a question. Program. How many Jets fans are in our league? We have four. Four. So, over under how many of you guys cried? Two and a half. I, I wasn't even crying. I was just like – I give Landy's a given. 
Landy definitely Dude, he's cried. An emotional guy, and I think can. I was just, just sitting like, my beer at halftime. I was sitting my beer at halftime. I was like, so, I, I think Hardy was just probably I didn't just chilling. Why? And... My reaction. I had my sauce oh, the king down, and I literally took it off and threw it on the <laughs> ground, and I was just kind of like pacing back and forth. I didn't cry, but I was just like, I watched that play over again. I just see how badly Dwayne Brown just left him out to dry. Like, dude did not even chip him. But apparently, the ball should have been out by then. Yeah, but not only that, but also like an Achilles isn't exactly like you're unblocked in a zone. Like, you know, it's like, like it's Achilles is just like more of a, I don't know, it's not like you get hit and you're like, like it's a freak, you're saying it's like a freak accident. Yeah, like the, the crazy but... thing at, at the moment, like in the, the, they said this in the Manning cast, like he got tackled, he got up, then he sat down, then he got taken off he by the team. But so he like, knew okay, it right he away. Rolled his ankle, he got to tape it up, goes in the blue tent, and then they pulled the fucking card out. And then, you know, at that point, it's over. And, like, the fantasy doctors are like, oh, he only broke his ankle or could be a calf strain. Was and not, everybody was like, it's a high ankle Joe, strain. the fantasy doctors, you mean you? That was you the entire time. Mm. No. That I was, was on Twitter laughing at the memes. There are guys on Twitter who I guess have MD. I mean, if you have an MD and you're just fucking tweeting about fantasy football, you need another life. Yeah, massive build, though. Uh, no, but they were, like, talking about, like, oh, calf strain, possibly broke his ankle. But then, like, obviously the replay – Shows that his freaking calf just popped, and that's like the clear sign that his Achilles yeah, was ruptured. But let's talk about let's talk about Duke because Duke was literally at the game. So, what was that moment like for Jets fans? The thing is, I the play happened, and I didn't really think much of it. And then, like, I saw like the medical crew come out and everything, and they were blocking Rogers. So, like at first, I didn't know who was who was. Like everybody in my section was like, "Who's down?" And right when they cleared and he was limping off, everyone, like, you heard, like, a gasp in the stadium. And, like, everyone went silent. Like, for the next, like, hour and a half through halftime to, like, mid-third quarter, it was, like, everyone was, like, why are we here? Like, this sucks. Yeah. And then everybody started getting back into the game after Whitehead's third pick and after Wilson's touchdown. And, like, Josh Allen's fumble on their, like, 20 – that was like the first time in the past like hour and a half, two hours, the crowd got back into it, and it was super. Fucking loud. <laughs> That's not getting enough attention. That was basically butt fumble two point Yeah, but I, I dude, think, I know I, I do think the crowd played a huge factor into that. Honestly, like that was the first time we came alive again in the like all. Or Josh Allen just brutally yeah, terrible. Two big talking points with this game. Number one, Josh Allen, his decision making was horrible. I mean, some He's of those reckless. Like. Yeah, Dan he is. Also, I, I will. We, we down he was phone. reckless. Like he made a sh- real. Like there was one pick where he had like 15 yards in front of him to run. Yeah, it was, dude. Even the second bomb. But I will say, yeah, but the, the first Jets, one. Was the Jets ridiculous. defense is also fucking elite, and the Bills' O line is trash. The right. third, the so third pick. No I will say the, the third pick. If you watch Gabe Davis run that route, he literally didn't even bite to the inside or make the corner move. He just literally ran right to where he was going. So you got to make a move, dude. I mean, it was a horrid route. And I mean, I'm not, like that also caused the pick too. I mean, Allen's just an idiot, but I'm a moron. I will like, say, what's he, the, what's you see the... a guy wide open, and then you just like, oh, triple team. Let me just throw it there. I will but, say, Diggs uh, did kind of get the best of Sauce last night. Yeah. Oh my God, Sauce got cooked. But, I, but we had we had Michael Carter on Diggs like 75 percent of the time because they lined Diggs up in the slot. Yeah. No, Diggs. Uh, Diggs cooked Sauce. That was a wake up call for Sauce. Yeah. Honestly, who but, was? Was Whitehead the one who got three picks? Yeah, Whitehead yeah. got three picks. Do you know picks. that he needed three picks a, this whole year to get a $250,000 bonus? He cashed it the first in one game, which is – He kind of sucked last year too. I did not like him last year. Yeah, he was like – he was a fringe guy for us last yeah. year. But let, let's shift gears because I think the Garrett Wilson catch 
arguably might be one of the craziest catches I've ever seen. It was such a poorly thrown ball. He had that was a dog shit throw. So he blanketed by Zach Zach knew it. (laughs) Blanketed by arguably a top five corner in the league in Trey White had to not only tip it back to where he could catch it, but then as he's coming down, still control it. Like obviously, like people were like hyping up, like oh, this is like an Odell Giants esque catch. I mean, I, I don't think it's like that, but it, in the Not moment, like that catch, it's like the D Hop uh, catch, Romo was nuts. And then after he caught it, he stared at some hot girl. I don't know if that was yeah, like, that was, you know, that was like pretty funny. But no, that catch. Jill better not be listening to this episode, Joe. Oh no! Well, also, it breaks my heart even more when Garrett Wilson makes a catch like that that he doesn't have Rodgers to throw on the ball. So, what's the um, what's well, that the, ball would have been perfectly placed when it had when it What's what's like the uh, expectation for the Jets now? What are you guys looking for? Like nine wins? Um, maybe a wild card. Yeah, I feel like we back. I feel like our defense will keep us in a lot of games, and you know it's gonna yeah, be like your offense line is dog shit. I just think like last Zach Wilson to be like seven and nine or like like So Duke saying seven and nine. What are you saying? I'm saying like seven and nine, eight and eight, like around that, around that five. Like like basically the same thing as last year. We we were literally just an Aaron Rodgers away, and now we're back to Zach. We do get our first rounder though next year. Yeah, fuck that. That pissed me off. I hope that Rogers can just stick around and just mentor Zach. Like I feel like Zach needs it. No, he's gonna be on the headset. I think Rogers is gonna be in his ear. I hope. I hope so. He needs some sort of mentorship because Joe Flacco was just a total retard. So if you watch if you go back and watch Hard Knocks now and Roger like they talk about how Rogers took over the locker room and everything and now he just tore towards Achilles in the first play. It makes it so much his more leadership's funny. still gonna be there. He's still yeah. he's still on the team. Like it's yeah. not like he died. Listen, I have another quick point to add about that presentation of Monday Night Football, because this has been too conveniently glossed over by the fans, by the talk shows, by everyone. I'm sure at this point, everybody's heard the story that in 1999, I think on September 12th, when Bill Parcells was the coach of the Jets, they had Vinny Testaverde playing quarterback. And it was a similar situation in which Jet base, Jet Nation thought that this was the guy who was going to take them to the promised land. And he tears yeah. ACL, right? So how the fuck, as an organization, do you allow that guy in the state of New Jersey during the game, much less at the coin toss on the field, <laughs> Rogers playing? I mean, yeah. you can't make it's that. Like, it's like the Alex Smith injury, like happening on like the same exact day on the same side of the field. And it's just crazy because everyone was bitching. Let it out. Turf, Let it out. Turf, get new turf. They get new turf. You know, they were talking about, oh, the new turf nuggets, like it's going to be softer on the Achilles and on the, the ACLs. And literally the fourth play of the game, boom, Achilles gets popped. And everyone's saying, oh, if it was grass, like it wouldn't it wouldn't have popped. Like it would have been as bad. So I, I don't know. It's a shared stadium. You can't switch it now. Like the grass, obviously, unless both teams agree. But even still, they're going to have an issue with the World Cup. That's another I mean, every, every single game. Messi I plays think they're getting happens. grass for the World Cup. They're getting grass in the World Cup. All the World Cup games are playing on grass. Yeah. But, all right. I, I think it's time now to move on to our final segment, which is our week two preview. We're going to run through some matchups, have some guys talk about it. Let's start with – let's let's get it over with. You know, Steve against Landy, right? Steve's projected 132 uh, against Landy's 96, 68% chance to win. I think that's the second highest percent chance to win. Steve, what are you looking forward to for week two? 
it's the get right spot. We gotta we gotta get right. Stay healthy, get Dude, the week, come back one and one. If you lose to Landy, there's no coming back. If I that. lose to Landy, it's tough. Over. Yeah, season's over. If I lose to Landy, it's a tough look. Hopefully, Mark Andrews is healthy. We'll see what he can bring to the squad. Traded for him in the off season. Glad I glad I dumped off uh, DeAndre Swift. Thank God. Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, he might be getting the start on Thursday. Yeah, he might. Who knows? But uh, he's not going to be consistent enough to actually start, just like Drake London. So, yeah, just a get right spot. Hopefully, blow Landy out of the water and uh, get to one and one. All right, score ninety and win. So we got we got a pretty fat one right now for uh, our Cayman versus Brian matchup. Uh, Brian's projected one thirty seven. Cayman's projected seventy nine. Uh, Brian has a seventy eight percent chance to win, <laughs> and I think we're all in agreement. That can I can I say something here? So. We need to make it known that Cayman doesn't count as poop champ. He's going to put the lowest points up every week. The second lowest points is the poop champ, which is why you are the poop champ this week. No, you're just saying that's not that a is Cayman's whole roster. Wouldn't even be projected to 65. Exactly. Like, so uh, yeah. everyone knows, and it's fair that you are the poop champ, and he doesn't even count towards poop champ this year. All right, this fine. Year. I'll, I'll project him 0 and 13. Deal, fine. On this pod, I will accept my first poop champ trophy in three years. Meanwhile, you that's not true. You 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 have one. You I, I looked it up. You have right. one. Okay. All right. So here we go. We got next match. It's okay though. Let DJ, it out. It's, it was a tough week. On DJ's projected to win by 50 percent chance of winning. Projected one twenty four to one hundred nine. DJ, real quick, what are you thinking for this matchup? I think, like Stevie said, this is the get right week. You know, it's Sean's one and zero. He's coming off a win, but. I'm I'm hoping my team bounces back and uh, we get we get back in the win column. All righty, all right, Dan against Emrick. Both teams coming off W's week one. Dan is projected fifty uh, percent chance of winning. One twenty five against Emrick twenty eighteen. Dan, what are you thinking for this one? I don't know. There's a lot of questions for my team. Like Jones and Beefcakes of fifty fifty. Eckler, I don't know. I mean, he's his agent died, and they're not saying anything about his ankle injury, which is making it really suspicious. I think he, he might went be on a podcast today telling Josh everyone to pick time? up Joshua Kelly. He said that, like he said, jo- I mean, like not because of his injury, but he's like, yeah, Joshua Kelly's fucking raw. Everyone should pick him up in their league. Well, just, they're already splitting carries because, but yeah, that's not good either. But I think uh, I don't know. I think Emmerich. It depends how his stack does on Thursday with Madison going as well. I'm not really scared of Pickett. He kind of fucking blows. So shocked. Pickett's horrible. So I'm not really worried about that. Uh, I'll make adjustments as I see fit. So I'm. Uh, I think I might lose this week though. I'll have his <laughs> sniper ready uh, when needed. Yeah, I'll have my. Yeah, exactly. I'll I'll tell my sniper man to uh get up on top of the stadium and see. God. Yeah, when Dan's up by ten and he's got Pickett left on Monday, and all of a sudden Pickett yeah. blows out his Good night's out ACL. Wait, wait, yeah, I, I, well, that's what I do every week. I look over who's their best player. Maybe I don't I go think for it's them. It's pretty bizarre. Like you look over the years, Dan has like the craziest luck, the craziest luck. Yeah, like DeAndre Hopkins when he caught that final hill mary against Brian. Legitimately got him in the playoffs. <laughs> Legitimately, a fucking hail mary. Yeah. And he ended up winning the game by like 0.5 points. Yep. Yeah. Like 0.5 just or 0.8. Just the crazy like injury luck and the plays and just – or how about the uh, the Aaron Jones 80-yard screen pass like three minutes ago when they're up by like 20 points? That won him a week two like a year ago Yeah, but Dan, or two years ago. Dan has no morals. It just, he drafted Henry Ruggs. He rosters Kamara. He just pulls shit out of his ass every fucking year, and I don't know how he does it. I don't. 
All right, so we got to keep this moving a little bit. We got a little bit of time left. We're going to get to uh, my matchup with Hardy. Um, I'm projected to win by 55 to 45%, 129 to 120. Um, I'll start. I'm coming off a 65 point shitter uh, as the poop champ. Uh, I mean, I just hope my team plays well. That's really all I can say. That's if I win or lose, I mean, I just need them to at least put up more than 65. That's a tough start to go into Hardy. I never root for you, but this is the one time of the year I'm rooting for you. So yeah. So Hardy, what are you thinking for him? Get the kingdom going and put this fucker in a hole. Oh yeah. We're going to have some fun watching those one o'clock games too. Cause we got Cincy playing Baltimore. We got Lamar versus Burrow. Oh God. That's going to be some, <laughs> Oh my God. Now I'm going to tune into that one for sure. Um, but I'm fiddling with some lineups over here. Uh, you know, you got Khalil Herbert splits the carries on the Bears. Um, thinking of swapping him out with a decent receiver who's on my bench. Maybe Curtis Samuel or, or Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, I like Tyree Kill playing in the Dome in New Orleans. Uh, hopefully Tua gets thrown the ball, put up another nasty week. And uh, I also wanted to make a point from earlier that possibly even another guy who could have cost me the game against Dan was none other than Rashid Shahid for the Saints, who took a couple scores oh. away from Olave, had a monster week. So that was kind of a surprise. But I think this week's going to be deadlock. Um, I'm, I'm stoked for the for the Ravens Bengals. That's going to be fun. We'll that's, see if Burrow's week was just a was just a fluke or if he is as lost as Hardy, talk some shit, bro. Talk some shit. Come on. Dude, Burrow I'm- looked fucking horrible, bro. The guy couldn't have played JV football last week. He looked <laughs> like he was actually a blind man out there running around with his head cut off, dude. I have no idea what happened to him. Yeah, somebody's coming out of that matchup, Owen, too. Yep, someone's coming out 0-2. Oh, fucking, if it's me, I swear to God, I think we might have to do the fire sale, but we'll see. All right, but we have the primetime matchup, probably one of the bigger matchups of the year. We got Duke against Vok. Vok, obviously, highest point totals in week one, but he's now projected to lose um, kind of close. Duke is projected 134 uh, to win 134 to 129. Well, we've got like two minutes left, so we'll start with Vok. How you feeling for your primetime matchup with the two-time champ? I'm feeling good. I mean, the squad started better than I thought they would. Uh, the only guys that, like, didn't excel, I feel like, were the rookies. So once they get going, uh, this team is going to be very scary. Uh, and for our matchup, I think it's going to be decided on Thursday because I'm starting all the Vikings receivers. Duke has Kirk Cousins. Yeah, we have a Kirk really Cousins has matchup. a good game. I'm winning. If Kirk Cousins shits the bed, it's actually going to benefit Duke. So we have a funny matchup. Dude, do you do you have a a third quarterback? Me? Yeah. Have you thought about benching Kirk? No. No, I need to. How funny you say that? I don't know. I mean, the under the unders in Thursday night football have been like twenty three and like ten over the last two years or some shit like that. And I mean, prime time Kirk. Now, we have a funny matchup yeah, because Allen's going to be throwing the Gabe. Herbert's going to be throwing the Keenan. Kirk's yeah, going to yeah, be throwing yeah. to Addison, Hawkinson, and Jefferson. Like, it's – I don't know. We have a really funny matchup. Yeah, Thursday, it's going to definitely come down to Thursday. Do you want your matchup to be funny or do you want to win? <laughs> I mean hmm. – This guy. Shut up, Dan. Yeah, it's like, he's like the only one laughing at his joke. <laughs> it wasn't even a joke. I was being serious. Like, would you be, like, funny or would you rather win? So I time is running down. Um, Dan, you look like you got your eyebrows professionally done. 
Jesus Christ. Nah, dude, I, just <laughs> the perfect, I just have the perfect eyebrows. All right. This was Chump Pod episode. All right, let's wrap it up. Vox got to go to bed. Um, we will see you all next week, uh, and hopefully uh, we got some better results. Peace, y'all. Peace. Night-night. Peace and love. Peace. Peace.